Hello, this is Roger Shouse, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heaven Bound podcast family. Jumpstart number 2832, first written April 28th, 2021. Mark chapter 5, verse 23. And entreated him earnestly, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Please come and lay your hands on her, that she may get well and live. W.J. Ross died in 1910. He's buried in Kentucky. A pretty common story except for his tombstone. Buried in the Rock Springs Cemetery, Ross's stone reads, Saved by Jesus, but murdered by the church. The story behind this is that when Ross died, his father wanted to hold the funeral at the Baptist church they attended. The church was holding a revival at the same time and refused to have the funeral held there. Ross's father was so upset with the church that he put his son on his son's stone, the infamous inscription, murdered by the church. But I expect this isn't the only time that someone was murdered by the church. In fact, religious history of Europe during the Reformation reveals that many were killed literally by the church. Being labeled a heretic was a sure sign of instant trouble and often death. But even in our modern times, there have been many who have been murdered by the church. It wasn't a physical death, but it was a death of their faith and their convictions and their commitment. I expect that most that leave the church disgusted and angry do so because of the way, not that the Lord treated them, but by the abuse and the neglect that others have given to them. Now, there are some serious lessons for us. First, the way we treat each other has deep implications that can spread through generations. This works both ways, positive and negatively. Have you noticed how many times fellowship and relational principles are found in the letters to the churches in the New Testament? Getting along and getting along well is important. Attitudes, grace, and forgiveness can help smooth the bumps in life, and in times we irritate one another. Take cheap shots verbally at one another. It's nothing more than a drive-by shooting that leaves our emotions wounded and our faith shaken. You may say something and think nothing about it ever again. The person you said it to may remember those words for the next four decades. Secondly, some people look for a green light for wrong behavior. They get upset when a group of believers side with the Lord rather than them. When we don't get what we think we should feel like, then we start picking sides and choosing what commands we will follow. This is not the spirit nor the attitude of a disciple of Jesus. It's easy to blame the church when it's us who are to blame. One can say that the church killed them, but the truth is they killed themselves by the choices that they made. Guilty people and those that support them often get upset at the church when discipline is necessary. All the church is doing is doing what God told them to do, to pick, to tend to pick, to point fingers at the wrong side and to support the guilty is not the thing we should do. It's the guilty that we ought to be upset with. Why won't you walk with the Jesus? Why won't you follow the Lord? Thirdly, I assume that the leaders at that Baptist church back in 1910 thought preaching in the revival was much more important than stopping things for a funeral. I can just hear someone back then saying, let the dead bury the dead. There are times when one can think that their needs are greater than your needs. I expect that's how Jairus felt this way. His daughter was dying. As Mark 5 story tells us, it's a 911 situation. Hurry up, for she's about to die. As Jesus heads that way, the woman with the issue of blood touches Jesus from behind. She's cured, but that's not enough. Jesus has to talk with her. A conversation goes on. All the while, life is slipping out of that little girl. How easily Jesus could have told this woman with the issue of blood to wait, and he'd be back in an hour. She had a disease for more than a decade. Waiting one more hour wouldn't matter. 
How easily Jesus could have healed that little girl without even being there. But none of those things took place. This unnamed woman was just as important as the needs of this synagogue official. His name is given to us. His status is given to us. But that doesn't make him more important than this woman. Sometimes we think that everyone ought to stop what they are doing and tend to my needs first. I come first. Burying someone or preaching? I'd pick the preaching. Fourth, all the people that were involved in that story of the Ross situation are now dead. Yet his stone still tells us of the anger of that family. And what's often happens is that's what leaves for us behind. Years after a church split, no one remembers why, and the people involved have passed away, yet no bridges are built to reconcile, no attempts are made to iron out differences. We can leave scars upon our family and congregations that will last a lot longer than we do. Letting go and a whole lot of grace and forgiveness will do us all a whole bunch of good. In our times, no one knows the story of Ross being murdered by the church. Had his tombstones not said what it did, most people would never know the story. Maybe there are some things that you and I have etched upon the stone of your heart that you need to remove. Someone hurt you. Someone was unkind to you. Someone wasn't very Christian towards you. You can carve that in stone and it will always be there, or you can let it go. Our hurts can be very much like Ross tombstone. We keep returning to the grave of the pains and the sorrows that we never let heal. It's time to remove that stone and stop visiting that grave. You'll feel better, and you'll find forgiveness is the key that unlocks the door. And once you unlock it, you'll discover that you were the prisoner all along. Murdered by the church, that sure is a statement that sticks with a person. Let's do all that we can to help people say that they were helped by the church, or that they were encouraged by the church, or that they were made better by the church, or they came to know Jesus because of the church. Killing folks is not the business of the church. Sure is something for us to think about, isn't it? Thank you for listening.